Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alustar in Malaysia. Now, I'm a curious kind of guy and I love to learn new stuff. So, in this podcast, we will dive into conversations with different individuals that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. I believe the conversations on this podcast will help us to expand our perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to Soul Food. This episode is brought to you by friends and family at Soul. Uh, we are here with Andy Yo. Sup? <laughs> Thanks for having these conversations with me. To lie on me. <laughs> but I think these conversations are good. I think um, from our porn, pornography talk, <laughs> it's still one of our highest listening oh ones. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, on, on, on Soul Food. And uh, we get into many conversations through DMs and emails as well. So yeah, thanks for having all this difficult. <laughs> Today, it's fun, it's fun. Lila, let's go one more. Wow, let's go. <laughs> so church is a place filled with imperfect people. Yeah. I think a lot of times we have this lens and this view that people should behave and act a certain way if they are from church. Um, yeah, to a certain extent, it's true. We, once we know Jesus, you know, our life ought to change and I definitely agree with that. But at the same time, we are imperfect as well. I'm not making an excuse for, mm. for this episode, yeah. but you know, relationship is complex, especially when you're in this community, you know, so, girl A, guy B is dating, you know, they're enjoying themselves this mm -hmm. season. But, you know, I guess something came up. And girl C came along, but girl C and girl A are best friends. Whoa. You know, close friends. You know, <laughs> serving together in ministry, you know, shopping on the weekend, coffee and stuff, yeah. you know. But then, there was a connection. Yeah. Guy B... <clears throat> kind of had something for girl C. Yeah. And guy B cheated on girl A. You know, so wow. basically cheated with the best friend. Lah. Wow. It's a really complex thing, right? Yeah. Has it happened to you before for Sandy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank God, no. Oh, man. Um, but yeah. Not to the extent. Yeah. <laughs> Not to the extent, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, we, we, I was in a conversation with someone <laughs> and, and this person actually said, I left church. Wow. And I don't want to do anything in church anymore because of this. Yeah. But hearing her and, and why she talked about it, I, I, I found it was like two layers. One is that, yes, it's hurtful. And the guy is still there, which we'll talk about it. And the second thing is, I think, how the leadership handled the situation. Mm. Yeah. So I think these are the two areas that we want to go into. So yeah. maybe let's start with... This guy, la. which mm. of course could be a girl as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> not, not trying to be uh, sexist here. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, Pasani? Oh, man. I, no matter how you look at it, you want to Christianize it, <laughs> you want to unchristianize it, right. whatever it is, it's, it's, it's painful. Yeah. It's, I, mean, I mean, this goes out also to like organizations and, and yeah. different you know, offices or school, even. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah of course. Um, I mean, cheated means your. Trust is broken. Yeah. And, and trust is such a fragile thing, right? Yes, yes. Because I think when we... We're made to love and be loved, right? And when we love, we... When you really love someone, you, you give 
all of yourself to that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, only if, <laughs> if something happens, you, know, you give your, all of yourself to that person only for that love, that trust to be betrayed. It's, it's extremely painful. Yeah. Uh, ex- extremely difficult. Mm-mm. And when someone is put in that position, right, yeah. um, it's, it's not easy to deal with it. Yes. And, and yes, uh, we can read books and we can talk to experts and all that. And uh, yeah, I'm sure there are like, like actual steps to deal with it in a healthy way. But when you're put in, a situ- in that situation, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I must say it's not easy. I yeah. must say it's not easy. Like I, I, you asked me just now, has it ever happened to me? <laughs> uh, I, mean, ans- I mean, in your community, not to you yourself. I mean, like no, yeah, but I'm going to talk about my, my, me, myself. Oh, okay, right? okay. Uh, I, like I said, my <clears throat> answer was, in, it's not to that extent. Right. And, and that's a very important point because even though it's not to the extent, uh, and mine is like maybe few levels below that, and already I find myself behaving and acting in uh, not the healthiest of way, right? right? So I I like this girl, this girl like me back, uh, but uh, you know, but because we were very young, we had to keep our relationship uh, quiet, hush, down hush. low, hush hush, <laughs> and so actually no one else really knew about it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really display, like, you know, I think people hold hands in public just to, in a way of saying, yes. this is mine, this is mine, this boy yeah, is mine, yeah, right? Yeah. We can't do that, so nobody really know. And, uh-huh. uh, and, and sometimes we, we also, we fight, like any normal couples would fight, and sometimes uh-huh. we would drift apart and all that. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the way, she started getting close with this friend of mine, mm. a very close friend of mine. Oh, man. Uh, like talking to him more and hang out with him more and all that. And I remember that feeling very hurtful, very painful. Yeah. And we were not even like married or, or anything, you know, and she wasn't really even cheating also in that sense. It's just, right. I mean, like she has the right to be friends with anybody she wants. Right? Yes. I mean, if, you, if you're thinking rationally and yeah, on yeah. paper and objective, yeah, but it hurts. Yes. It still hurts like crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you no, know, I, I uh, um, you know, and when you're jealous and when you are mm. high on emotion, you do silly things. You, mm-hmm. Um, I remember losing my temper. Right. I remember accusing her of things. And, right. And um, so I'm, I'm saying mine is like how many notches down from cheating. Yes, yes. And already I behave that way. Mm. If someone full on get cheated on, right? Man, yep. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care how holy you are. Yeah right. Or or you're the you know you're the pastor's daughter or the <laughs> Dalai Lama's son or what? Okay, the Dalai he doesn't have a son. <laughs> or adopted son maybe. Or... <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> no, it's painful. It's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So many of us are not equipped to deal with it well. Yes. Uh, we actually don't know how to actually. Yeah. So actually, if you're in a community where you don't have the support system, ah. <sighs> I think it's so hard. I don't think, I can't imagine how someone, Yes. because I, I grew up in a church environment. Mm-hmm. Um, like it or not, there's someone I can run to. Yes, that's right. Uh, but not everybody has that. Yeah. Nobody has that kind of friends or community that's ready yeah. uh, to be around you. It's incredibly difficult. I think the first thing I would say is never deal with this alone. Right, right. Never right. deal with this alone. Definitely, I agree with that. I think this is something that, you know, I've been sharing with people who are going through this. Yeah. You know, never deal with this alone. Um, I think dealing with issues like this alone is just making yourself delusional. Yeah. Because you think you're you're being responsible <laughs> or you're encouraging yourself, oh. but no, yeah. man. 
you know, yeah. as as positive as you can be. Yes. Right. And and like you mentioned, the the layers of pain. Yeah. Where where that is, I, I think is crazy. But yeah, it's true. The individual will go through a tough time. What do you think should that person do if it happens to them? Like, let's say, should they take some time off? Mm. You know, if they are in a working sphere, if in their school, should they talk to someone about it? I mean, for yes, it's true, but how? You know. Yeah. Um, if they're serving, should they stop serving for a while? Like, what do you think should be like some practical steps? Yeah. So, um, it's like any injury. It, to me, I, 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 I picture an injury uh, when something like happened. Right. Uh, we use words like hurt and pain, right? Because yeah. it is an injury. Yes. Uh, and when you're injured, you need time to heal. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, I'm a football person. So, I, I, my mind goes immediately to a football example. Like, mm-hmm. when, the, when a player is injured, <laughs> yeah. you don't keep playing. Yes. Uh, and it's all right. Uh, you <sighs> you don't leave the team either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm injured now, so I, 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 can't, jo- I can't be part of this team. You're still part of the team. Mm-hmm. That's why the team, in the football sense, pays for your recovery, yes. pays for doctors to treat you. Yes. Uh, there's sessions, physiotherapy sessions and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and there's a community around the injured player. Uh-huh. But the player needs to understand that I am injured. Uh-huh. Uh, I need time to heal. Yes. I don't know how long it takes. Uh-huh. It depends on how deep the injury is. Some uh-huh. injury takes longer. Yes. Uh, and two players having the same injury may not heal the same way. Yep. Uh, and it's okay. And it's okay. Uh, I support a team called Liverpool. And Ayo, I was waiting. When was this going to be dropped was, in, man? There was one time where two players had similar injuries. You know, both had knee injuries. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had to go through it together which of course if you hear their stories they, they say that that helped them because mm. like oh we are both going through this we're here we're spurring each other on right but they didn't both heal the same way and they didn't both come back at the same time right so one came back to play first uh-huh. while the other one still had to recover right uh, and of course the one that had to recover longer probably felt it like oh man I wish I can be back on, mm. on the field again mm. but we got to understand our own self Yes. The player, football player, and then their body. And the person who's hurt needs to understand their own heart, wow. their own vulnerabilities, you know, their own uh, threshold. You know? Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think definitely need time away to heal. What that looks like can be different. Mm. Uh, like in the church context, I, I don't think it's necessary for so-and-so to say entirely stop serving or even have to leave the community altogether. Yeah. Just like football, like you may not play the same way again, yeah, uh, or for that time while while you're recovering. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you cannot do any exercise, right? That doesn't mean you just stop everything. Mm. So if you study how a football player recovers, they still do exercises. There's some right. kind of uh, activity they still do mm-hmm. in order to keep you still healthy and fit. Yes. So I think emotionally. Mentally, spiritually, it's the same thing. Right. I don't think it's healthy to stop all activities altogether. Man, that's so good. Which some people do. Yes. Oh, I'm hurt in this church. Wow, the guy is still here. I am going to not just stop serving. Yeah. I'm going to stop coming altogether. I'm yeah. going to stop seeing all of you guys. Mm. Uh, I think that's very extreme. a very extreme way of dealing with it. Right, right. Uh, I believe there are other ways. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yes. I agree. There, there are other ways than to just leave. Yes, I know that... <clears throat> excuse me. I, I know that, yeah, you need time to heal. And in fact, um, I guess for myself personally, I, I think if someone would... 
if that happened in my community, I would say that, okay, maybe you don't want to come to church today. I get it. And maybe in the second week, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But a month, two months, whoa, you are detaching, detaching yourself away yeah. from your community. Yeah. I don't think that is going to be helpful, you know. Yeah. And so I think this leads to the next part of it. Like, how should we in leadership handle a situation like this? Because, I mean, time and time again, I've seen like, oh my gosh. Yes, it's it's a very awkward thing, you know. I yeah. I share everything with you and then if the girl is not here in the in the church or the guy, like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. But if all three of them in the same community, then it's like, man, this is awkward. You know, this is hard. This is painful. So how should the leadership handle this? Okay, first of all, I, I think I must say that, uh, of, I think whatever I said earlier, it's more like an ideal situation right. where I don't have to leave my community entirely. Yeah, the guy who hurt me is still here. I will have to face this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I heard DK and Pastor Andy said, yeah, we don't have to leave and we can deal with it. I, I think I must acknowledge that that's an ideal situation. Yes. There may be some cases where you have to find a new community. Mm. Uh, but for me, as long as you find a community, you, you, some people, You're not alone. they leave the community and they, do, they leave the let's say church is the community. Yeah? Uh-huh. They leave the church entirely. They don't even join another, another church. church or they just like forget this whole thing. Yes. I think that's extremely unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. If you leave this to join a, another community uh, that can support you, I, I think sometimes that may be necessary. Mm. But of course, we always aim for the ideal. Like, hey, you know, yeah. this is your family. Uh, and of course, you're now talking about from the perspective of the, the church, the leaders, the yes. caregivers, right? Yes. Uh, and if you use the family energy analogy, that means if you're the pastor, these are your kids uh, who fought with each other. These, yeah. are, these are your kids who maybe stole each other's toys. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, know, uh, you know, maybe this sibling told the other sibling where he secretly kept the toy, uh, but then the sibling go and reveal the secret and yeah, the other sibling yeah, yeah, stole yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. But you're the father and you're the mother. You can't like, love one child more than the other, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, as a, as a father or a mother, you have to find a way to deal with this. And mm-hmm. definitely, I think there needs to be at least one sort of a conversation, if possible, where you facilitate a conversation among them. Right. To get them to say whatever they need to say, you know, I'm uh-huh. angry with you, I'm hurt by you, why do you do this? To let it out, I think that's very yeah. important uh, part of the process of healing. Right. Uh, now, it will be unrealistic to, to expect that, okay, now they have the session, now you're all good, huh? everybody, everybody okay now? Uh, I think that's not the point of the conversation. Yes. The point of the conversation is to acknowledge that, like, uh, look, as your leader or as your father or caregiver, mm. uh, I acknowledge that it's an issue. Right, right, right. Not talking about it at all oh. and behaving like nothing happened is worse. Yeah. So, I knew it happened. You guys are here. Can we at least talk about this? Right. You know, uh, you don't have, have you don't have to have more conversations after this if you're not comfortable. But we need to at least have this one. Yeah. So what happened here? Right. Uh, and let them speak. Mm. I think no no different than say a, a marriage that has issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uncomfortable, but we have to bring the two spouses together and at least bring it out in the open. Yes. And say, okay, what is the issue? Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we, we have to journey with each of the person individually. Yes. Uh, and I think that's why church community is so important, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I know any healthy church will have 
some kind of a small group, some kind of an accountability system, yes. some kind of a, a someone caring for another person. Yeah. I think that's where it all kicks in. Mm. Uh, and we have to use the full strength of that yeah. uh, to support, you know, if it's a triangle, uh-huh. all three will need support here. Yeah. All three will need support and yeah. all three will need the kind of uh, uh, care yeah, yeah. Uh, so that they all do it right. Mm. You know? Yeah. I, I just want to go back to that part where you mentioned the father and and the mother caring for them. Yeah. Especially that sibling who is always that annoying <laughs> one that you know tells you. Yeah. And yeah, in a, in an organization, there is an if you're not careful or conscious, there is an a, a need a inclination yeah. to favor. Yes. Oh, you're hurt. Let me be here for you. But yeah. actually the person who was cheated on. I mean, three of them, three of them all hurt. Yeah. All of them are hurt. I, I love that you, you, you brought out the, 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 or bring to attention that all three of them are hurt. All three of them need attention. Yeah. I think there are times where we just sympathize. Yes. You know, like, oh no, oh, this happened to you, Andy. Let me be here for you. Oh, you, you evil one. You, you Darren, you shouldn't have done this. You know, the, yeah, the kind of thing, yeah. you know, and, and, and we, we, we criminalize yeah. that, 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 that thing and, and then that person just, feel, and actually, I, I know I'm just speaking from one person, but the sad part is sometimes three people so all leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. yeah. that, that kind of thing. So, maybe we can talk about like some practical steps to this. Right. Of course, I'm hurt now. I know this has happened to me. I think what would be some of the the things that we should do as leaders, especially when we see this happening in our community? So, okay. I My story, yeah. Um, I went to the US to study. Uh, when I went there, I went there with that secret girlfriend that nobody knew I had. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, so now we are in a new country. Nobody knows us. We have to make new friends. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a very big community. I mean, I'm new in the country, new in the university. She's my only friend, so to speak. Yeah. So we have, a, of course, a small group of friends. Uh, we're Christians, so the first thing we did was find a church. church. Uh, find a Christian fellowship to be a part of. Not long after we broke up. Not long after that, we broke up. Wow. The thing is this. It's new country, new everything. I, like, literally for me, I cannot just jump to another community. I don't have one. Yeah. So I'm stuck with this community where I always see her. Oh dear. I'm always seeing her. In church, I see her. In CF, I see her. And among my friends, because we have the same friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got to the country not long ago. Uh, so I'm like, wow, this is so tough, man. So <laughs> tough. And for a while, uh-huh. I was living in the same apartment complex or so. Oh, man. Uh, so a few of us were sharing, but we were in the same apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was tough. It, it got to the point where I had to wake up earlier than everyone else so that I don't have to see her face. Oh, oh my So gosh. my class can be in afternoon, but I still wake up earlier than everyone else and just get out. Right. And then I'll come back when everyone has fallen asleep. That was, that, was that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think what really helped me was, of course, I did not leave the church. I really wanted to mm-hmm. because I keep seeing her face. Ma. I did not leave the CF uh, because I realized that these are the guys that really needed me. Mm. I, I really needed them, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a few things happened. Right. Uh, one of the leaders there um, noticed that I had changed you know, my countenance and all that. So he reached out to me uh, and asked me what happened and I, I had to tell him. 
yeah. uh, what happened. And he committed to meet with me every Monday. Mm. So for three years straight, every single Monday, this guy will come and pick me up and we will meet up. And there's no agenda, no 12 steps to this or whatever. He mm. just was my friend. And still remember there are days where we would just go out, sit down, buy an ice cream, sit by the lake. We would say nothing to each other. Finish ice cream, go home. Hmm. Uh, we would just say, before we say bye, that was good, man. <laughs> they said, yeah, that was good. Like, what did we do? Nothing. <laughs> just having yeah. that presence. Uh-huh. Just having that presence. I think that really, really helped. It helped me know that I was not alone. Uh, just by him being there, I felt not judged. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt uh, like, you know, um, sometimes I have nothing to say. Yeah. But because he's there consistently. Right. He didn't just say, I'll meet you when I can. He didn't just, he, he literally said, every Monday I'll meet you. Mm. So there was this consistency. There was this stability. Wow. I knew that, you know, no matter what, if I have a bad week, right, I just have to wait till Monday. Mm-hmm. I just have to wait till Monday. Right. I will see my friend and things will be all right. Right. Um, so I think if you're the caregiver, right, if you can give that hurting friend that kind of consistency, mm-hmm. stability. Now, it doesn't have to be every Monday for the next three years. Yeah. But the key here is consistency, stability. Can your friends count on you? Mm-hmm. Can your friend know that, like, you know, if I need this friend, I won't be judged by this person. Right. He's, he or she is always ready to listen to me, available to me. Um, that really helped me. Mm. Uh, of course, I eventually moved out of the apartment mm-hmm. because I had friends from church who say, come stay with us. Right. Uh, and I mean, their place is already crowded. But they still took me in anyway because wow. they knew I was hurting. Mm. And just small things like that. But you know, you see there's a community at work. Yeah, yeah. The, the people with the place to say, say, come and stay with me. Mm-hmm. The person with the time say, come, let's meet up every Monday. Mm. Uh, and, then I've, and then I've got the fun friends who say, come, let's go party. You know, they, they are the ones who are always trying to make me forget and you know, just, just go and have, I don't know, just roam around town or whatever, go to a, a, watch a band or something like that. Right. Uh, it took me a year. Uh-huh. It took me a year to heal. Wow. Um, for f- the first six months, it's almost like every night crying kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But having the support of the community really helped. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I know the, the person who's giving care, yeah, it's your time too. It's yeah. your energy as well. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, look where I am today, like, to, yeah. so to speak. Yes, yes. If I didn't have that support that one year, I really don't know where I would be today. Because yeah. so many times I wanted to kill myself in that one year. But it's these friends who, who somehow reminded me that, hey, life is still worth living. Man. Because uh, they showed me that. They showed me that I'm, I'm worth it, you know? Wow. <laughs> thank, yeah. you for, thank you for sharing your story. I mean, we, we didn't plan for this, but nope. <laughs> you, you, share, you share a story. Thank you for, for being vulnerable on yeah. uh, this episode. But I think the key thing that, that is repeated here is never be alone. Nope. Yep. You know, um, yep. yes, this is a complex, <clears throat> excuse me, a complex issue. You've been cheated on. Everyone is in the community and this happened to you. But you need someone around you. And I love how this community you had, they, they recognize that you have, you have broke up with her. And it's not like they are, hey, Andy, I'm your buddy. Yeah? I'm not going to be her friend anymore, this sort of thing. But yeah. no, the focus is your health. Yeah. The focus is you healing, yeah. you know. And I think we, we really need that in our community. I must quickly say also, because she's in the same community. Right. So like we said earlier, everyone involved is hurting. 
Yeah. So there were people reaching out to her as well. And, and was her friend. I think that was very important right. as well. Otherwise, she would feel like, wow, everybody's citing him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they may lose her entirely from, yes. from, from the community and worse still the faith. Yeah. But there were people reaching out to her, was there for her. Yeah. Uh, I, I now look back. At that time, I didn't see it. But now I look back, I, I, I can... I, I now realize that, wow, they really had this way of not showing any favoritism. Mm. They loved everybody the same. Yeah. Just accepted us all. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's so key. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the other thing that is also crucial here is time. Yeah. A yeah. year. Yeah, man. A year. A whole year. <laughs> but you were not alone that whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Every Monday, my. Yeah. I wish we had a Monday friend. Hashtag yes. Monday friend <laughs> who will be with us, keep us in check. Yeah. Thanks again, um, Pastor Andy, for sharing your yeah. life story and <laughs> this complex thing that we like to talk about. <laughs> but I think, yeah, definitely a lot of people who, who go through this. And again, you know, I am not normalizing this. In mm-hmm. no way I'm making that this thing, you know, like, oh, if this happens to you, please call 1-800, you know, and <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not trying to yeah. normalize this. Uh, but I know that these things do happen. Yeah. But when it happens, how a community comes together. Yeah. Thanks again for this episode again, man. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Soul Food is part of a community and we believe that connections matter. Follow us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia or mine at Daniel Quillen. And we would love to connect with you. Send us a DM if you've got any questions. Thank you for listening and do share this podcast with your friends.